Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Oh, Lee, where are you? Lee, we're all waiting out here for you. Yeah, just a bunch of pals who want to have a nice, casual chat. Come out, come, come on, out, buddy. Lee, Get out here. Oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Are we having a party? Uh, yeah, you could say that. Have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. All right, sure. Let me just grab a chair. Cool. What's up, guys? We can't live like this anymore. What? We've had enough. I don't understand. Understand this. When you bought an old dilapidated ship on the internet, we were like, yeah, okay, sure, we're all mysterious weirdos with suspicious pasts. Time to disappear. No, yeah, Rachel, that was just you. Us, but... but we've been thinking about it a lot recently, and what we've realized is that you bought an old dilapidated ship on the internet. What were you thinking? I think what Rachel is trying to say is, um... What were you thinking? I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Megan, do you want to give this a try? Yes, I'm a trained actress. I know how to keep my calm. And what were you thinking, Lee? But we love the tidal wave. Aren't we having fun out here? Yes, of course. The most fun. And we love turning kids' stories into sketch comedy and songs. But the ship was falling apart when we got it, and now it's really falling apart. Ah. Oh, come on. We don't need that mast, do we? Ah. Or the deck. Ah. Or those big swishy things that make the ship go? Lee, we need all of those things. I think it's time we put our heads together and fix this ship we live on so we can keep podcasting forever. All right, you've convinced me. But how will we fix it? Through song! Huh? Just go with it. Whoa! 
Welcome back to the Story Bites podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. And we do it all out on the open ocean where our ship is rapidly falling apart beneath our feet. Ah! We better get to the first story before the rest of the sails fall down. Ah! Oh, that timing was spooky. Anyway, here's our first story. It's called The Great Wallaby Adventure. And here's the original story that the author sent in. One day, in St. Paul, Minnesota, Grace sat at her desk, bored out of her mind. As she listened to her teacher blab on and on about the report they were doing on wallabies. Grace, Grace, are you listening to me? Asked her teacher. Yes, ma'am, well, sort of, Grace said under her breath. She waited for what seemed like forever for the bell to ring. When it rang, she raced out of the classroom door and ran into the locker room. When she opened her locker, three week old banana peels fell out. Oh well, she said. Throwing the banana peels back inside, she grabbed her book bag, ran outside, and hopped on the bus. She grabbed a seat next to her best friend, Maddie. Looking over at her friend, she asked, do you know what a wallaby is? Maddie shrugged. Not really, but I do know that they are. And I'm gonna stop reading the story right there because for you to find out what a wallaby is, you're gonna have to listen to our song based on this story, and here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm Marissa. We live in Illinois, and this is our story, The Great Wallaby Adventure. Okay, class, please pay close attention and take good notes. A report will be due tomorrow on every boring word I'm about to say. To close out our unit on marsupials, today's animal is... In her biology classroom, Grace was bored out of her mind. She started to yawn as the teacher blabbed on about the homework she was about to assign. Huh? What? Are you listening to me? Yes, ma'am. Well, sort of. She lied. I'm not sure that I heard your last couple of words. And that's when the teacher replied. Grace, your homework tonight is to answer the following question. What's a what's a What's a wallaby? What's a what's a What's a wallaby? What's a what's a What's a wallaby? What is a wallaby? She nodded and smiled at her teacher But worry started to grow And that was because what the wallaby was Was something that Grace did not know Finally Grace heard the bell ring And everyone started to leave She knew that she must ask her friends on the bus what they know about Wallabies. Bus friends, help me! I have a report due tomorrow and I've got to know! What's a what's a what's a Wallaby? What's a what's a what's a Wallaby? What's a what's a what's a Wallaby? What is a Wallaby? Hey Grace, 
wallabies. I truly, I have no information. Well, I know they're like mini kangaroos. Really? Cool. Thanks, Maddie. You're solid gold. Welcome home, Grace. Would you like a sandwich? I made BLTs. I can't eat now, Mom. I've got too much on my mind. Maddie tried to help me, but I can't stretch mini kangaroos into a two-page paper. Ah! Okay, slow down. Grace, come on. This is silly. There's no reason for you to fret. For a virtual tutor. What's a wallaby? Wallabies live in Australia and New Zealand. What's a what's a what's a wallaby? A group of wallabies is called a mob. What's a what's a what's a wallaby? The scientific name for wallabies is macropods, which means big feet. Cool. What is a wallaby? She turned into work the next morning, as if nothing had ever been wrong. At the end of the day, she found out that she got an A, and she sang. This wallaby song. Wow, these creatures are amazing. What's a what's a what's a wallaby? What's a what's a what's a wallaby? What's a what's a what's a wallaby? What is a wallaby? Wallabies are the coolest by far. And if you agree, come sing with me. Wallabies are the coolest by far. Wow, that was a great story. That was amazing. So good. Amazing. Cool. What an amazing story. <gasps> oh, okay. Okay, we have got to do something about this ship. Time to get to work. It's time to fix our ship through song. Through song. Okay, I still don't totally know what that means, but I'm excited to find out. We've been on this ship for, whoa. Guys, how long have we been on this ship? I'm not sure. Definitely, I think it was the summer when we got on. Yeah, I'm just going to make a little guess. We've been on this ship for roughly 30 years. You know what? That didn't sound right. And now we'll fix it up with sheer resolve. Because we don't know a thing about how to fix a ship. No, honestly, we should have brought at least one professional ship person with us. But there's nothing that four best friends can't solve. Through song, I think I get it. So I'll grab a hammer. And I'll grab a nail. And together we will help rebuild the sail. I'll grab a wrench. And I'll grab some snacks. No, Peter, how is that helpful? Because I'm going to eat the snacks. Oh, okay, I see that. Cause there's nothing that four best friends can't solve. I think it's working! <laughs> From the starboard to the bow. We'll fix the ship, we'll show you how. We'll plug the holes and sort these wires out. And we'll figure out where all of this would go. Ooh, yeah, I have absolutely no idea where it goes. I'll just throw it right here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause we're four best friends, and this is how. This is how four best friends fix our ship. Cause we're four best friends, and this is how. 
This is how four best friends fix our ship. Hey, what about me? Rolo. Because uh, we're five best friends. And this is how. This is how five best friends fix our ship. Because we're five best friends. And this is how. This is how five best friends fix our world. What just happened? I think we've run ashore. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! This next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly... I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... uh, Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice, too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking... Talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. 
You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. happened i think we've run ashore this is how we run ashore this is how whoa whoa peter Um, peter hmm? i'm sorry not now i'm sorry my gift it never stops where are we (gasps) pet lamb i don't think we're in the middle of the ocean anymore i see palm trees and beautiful colorful birds and white sand and Blue waters. It's like we're on some sort of tropical island. A deserted tropical island. Oh no! Do you know what this means? We're stuck on a deserted island with nothing but months worth of food, an Olympic-sized swimming pool, a science lab, an arcade, a jungle gym, a bowling alley, a room where we do our crafts, and a magic shell phone that can call anyone anywhere in the world. Oh! What a world! What a world! Peter, calm down. Sorry. Like you said, we have a ton of resources. I mean, ultimately, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just the next phase of our adventure. Anyway, our ship is broken from the crash and from the fact that it was pretty much never not broken. So I think we have no choice but to get off our ship. Whoa. 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 This is how we leave our ship. This is how we leave our ship. I'm scared. Don't be. Where will we go? What will we see? How will this crazy plot evolve? We're a little scared to be leaving our broken ship to go explore a random deserted island that we crash landed on suddenly without warning while we were singing. But there's nothing. Yes, there's nothing that five best friends can't solve. Wow, that song was hokey, but I really liked it. It was like a it little was. dumb, it was but it was straight like a good yeah. kind. Yeah. It was sweet. I love songs yeah. like that. Yeah, I do too. <sighs> hey guys, before we leave the ship, can we do one more story? Yes, please. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm William. And we live in California. This is our story, Presents for Mom. Ah, what a beautiful morning. Time for me, a thoughtful and polite child, to wake my brother. <clears throat> Darth! What's it? Who's it? What do you want, Mario? Darth, it's the day we've been waiting for. The best day of the week. Me. The month. Me. The year. Me. Of all time. Me. Beyond even the concept of time itself. <gasps> you mean it's... Mother's Day! Sounds like Mom's downstairs. Let's go! 
Happy Mother's Day! Oh, Mario Darth, boys, thank you so much. And just in time, I was about to make breakfast. Before we break our fast, Mother, we would like to read some passages we've selected for you on this special day. Aww. <clears throat> Webster's defines love as strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. Oh, thank you, Mario. <clears throat> Darth, help. <clears throat> From the poet Yeats. My mother dandled me and sang, How young it is, how young, and made me a golden cradle that on a willow swung. Oh, you know, I've always been more of a Lord Byron gal, but that was lovely. Now, here's your breakfast, you two. Okay, <laughs> now that we're done with breakfast, how about we go to the movies and then a picnic after? Yay! But first, we got you some presents. Presents? You boys always give such intense presents. Why, the last time you boys got me a present, we had to move to a different neighborhood. And the time before that, we were told we could never return to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and by extension, Cleveland. But you know, onward and upward. <laughs> Let's start things off with my present. Thank you, Darth. Ooh, nice wrapping, pretty bow, just opening the box, and... Ah! Spiders! Mom, where are you running? To my room to get away from the spiders! Okay, but be careful, because it's guarded by a... Lion! Okay, I'll just uh, hide on the ceiling. Thank goodness I keep a thing of super glue in my pocket in case of emergencies. Okay, just putting some on my shoe, and... Uh, <sighs> I'm on the ceiling. Hi, Bob. Darth! How did you get up here? Well, you taught us to always keep a thing of super glue in case we need to climb up walls. Okay, I did say that, but... Ah! I landed in the spiders? <sighs> Why did you get me spiders? Because you said they're good for the garden. Good for the... Okay, yes, all right, I did say that. That is fair, that is fair. That was very thoughtful, thank you. Now, why did you get me a lion? Uh, to guard your room for whenever you need a minute alone in your room to check in with yourself. Yep, okay, you know, I do say that. Um, wow, you boys are good listeners. Okay, let's say we go to the movies now. Mom needs to get out of the house. That sounds great. But first, let's give Mom a nice present now. Another one? Okay, let's take a look. Okay, nice wrapping, pretty bow, just opening the box and... Uh... <coughs> dinosaur! Yeah, a dinosaur that burps strawberry candy. Mmm, strawberry. Okay, that was a nice present. <laughs> that was still surprising and terrifying. Thank you, Mario. Now let's head to the movies. Mom needs to drive for a while. Totally. Let's go. Phew, good. Except... What? We, we got, got more presents. presents. Okay, you boys really shouldn't have. I mean, you really, really shouldn't have gotten Mom so many presents. Boys, I I'm going to need a minute to check in with me, okay? Cheryl, they're trying. They are really, really trying. Let's see those presents. Here's mine. Thank you, Darth. Opening the box and... Oh, <sighs> baby elephant. <laughs> 
You know, I thought it was going to be something horrifyingly intense, but it's just a sweet baby elephant. <laughs> oh, Darth, you are such an evil monkey. Mom, no! <laughs> the elephant turned into a monkey? Yeah, I got you a shape-shifting baby elephant from the local wizard. If you say the name of another creature, the elephant will shape-shift into that other creature. Why? Darth, you're such an evil rhino! Mom, no! Why did I say that? Did you get me a shape-shifting baby elephant? You said baby elephants are your favorite. Darth, my heart is beating like crazy, and the house is a mess, but you know what? I did say that I like baby elephants, so I see how we got here. What now? Hello, lady! I'm the local wizard, here to pick up the shape-shifting elephant! Oh, hello, boys! Hi, Hi local, local wizard. wizard! How do you know my sons? Oh, I sold them the spiders, the lion, the candy-burping dinosaur, and the shape-shifting elephant! Your boys are my favorite customers! Goodbye! Alright, Mom is very tired and would like to sit in a dark movie theater for a while, so let's- Wait, Mom? I got you one more present. No! No more presents! Communicate, Cheryl. Communicate. Kids, I need to say something. I love you both very much. I know your hearts are in the right place, and wow, you are extremely good listeners. But you have scared the living daylights out of me today, not to mention caused thousands upon thousands of dollars of damage to the house, so as much as I love you, I don't want any more presents. But it's just a water bottle. Oh. And when you say, I love you, water bottle, it gives you candy. Oh. Um, I love you, water bottle. Ooh. Oh, you know what? I love my presents, and I love you, Mario and Darth. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thanks, boys. Now let's finally go to the movies. <laughs> but first, we should probably do something about that lion. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi! Hi, is this Max and William? Yes! Is that Max right there who's speaking? Yes. And Max, how old are you? Nine. You're nine. And William, are you there? Yes. William, how old are you? Six. Six. And you guys wrote the story Presents for Mom. And how did you come up with the idea for your story? We were just in the car driving. I was trying to make a funny story to make my little brother laugh, and I made a Presents for Mom story. And, our mom, and then our mom said, you know what, we should send that into Story Pirate. Oh, that's so cool. So you guys just spend time telling each other stories just for fun. Yeah. And you try to make your little brother laugh, you said? Yeah. What kind of stuff makes him laugh? William, how would you tell him? What kind of stuff makes you laugh? Um, sometimes telling jokes. Uh-huh. Stories that makes me laugh so hard I hiccups. <laughs> oh, and you know what? That says it in your story. It says they laugh so hard they get hiccups. Yeah. yeah. That was William's idea. William said, yeah, we should include this part. Do you guys know of any good cures for hiccups? My mom learned this one when she was in fifth grade. So you so you stand up, put your chest to the 
edge of the counter and then drink out of the wrong side of the cup <laughs> and take little sips. It helps always. Really? It's never not helped for me. Never have hiccups. That's what I do, and it always goes away. Oh, I'm going to have to use that. Thank you for the advice. Here's the thing I, I wanted to ask you about. In your story, when the mom says, you're an evil monkey, how'd you get the idea for that? Well, I just started, I just tried to make up funny names because, I mean, I've listened to your podcast. I've heard it's all about, like, funny. You try to, like, come up with some, like, use your imagination, come up with really funny stuff. So I tried to make up some really funny names. Oh, man, you did, too. I guess what I meant was, like, does your mom ever call you a funny name? Not really. That's honey pie. <laughs> so yesterday was Mother's Day. Did you guys get any presents for your mother? Well, we didn't quite get any presents for, but, but um, me and William made her a nice a nice card for Mother's Day. Oh, that's nice. What did the card say? Mine at the front said Happy Mother's Day, and then when you open it up, there's a whole um, I wrote a whole paragraph about why about why I love her and all that and all that stuff. And then at the end, it, so it was this little chart that, say, that says things I, I like about you. And it does other stuff. But it, and then I wrote a chart that says things I don't like about you. And then I put the big word none on it. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yep. If you could give your mom anything in the whole world as a present, what would you give her? Um, LB candy for me. What the? If I had to choose to give mom anything, I would be a chore maker because I know how much mom has to, my mom has to do the chores. Like she does laundry, she has to pull the clothes, she has to do all these chores. So then I, I, if it was around, I would, I would give her a chore maker that, that would do all the chores that she for her so that she could actually like, sit back and relax. Oh, that's so nice. But, you know, one way of looking at it is that she already has a chore maker. She has two. I'm talking to them on the phone right now! No. <laughs> you guys, it has been so fun talking to you. Th you too. Thanks for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Thanks for performing it. Bye. Bye! Thanks for listening to this week's episode and a big thanks to today's authors, Olivia, Marissa, Max, and William. Hey, have you heard of the great podcast, Wow in the World? Well, next week on the Story Pirates podcast, we're gonna be dropping a very special smash up mashup episode of Wow in the World meets the Story Pirates. So make sure you give that a listen and then tune in June 7th for our very special Story Pirates podcast season finale. Hey parents, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can see everything else that we're up to. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review, please do, it just takes a minute and makes a huge difference in helping us find new listeners. See you next time. Bye. Bye. The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. 
Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Austin Sanders. Today's episode features performances by Maddie Fisher, Joseph Limus, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Alexandra Nader, Brendan O'Grady, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Teddy Shivers, Tim Platt, and Rachel Winitsky. The Great Wallaby Adventure was written, arranged, and produced by Brendan O'Grady. You know, that song about wallabies made me think about other marsupials that I don't know what they are. Like, what's a what's a what's, what's a big-footed bandicoot? And what's a what's a what's, what's a Tasmanian pygmy possum? And what's a what's a what, what's a Gilbert Potoroo? What's a Potoroo? What is a Potoroo? That's not real, is it? Wikipedia, are you messing with me?